Alright, so how do we want to start this one? I, I don't know, you know, usually we do all of this thought-out planning before we go in yeah. and come in with suggestions of how to start the show. It's a, it's a carefully well-oiled comedy machine, but... I, I mean... Th- I, Dandy Warhol. We got plans. We got plans. So what do you do? Oh yeah, I wait tables too. No, I haven't heard your band, cause you guys are pretty new, but if you dig... On vegan food, well come over to my work, I'll have and cook you something that you really love. Cause I like you, yeah I like you, and I'm feeling so bohemian like you. Now that is going to sound great if it actually syncs us two up so I'm doing okay, backing. Okay, okay. Here's, here's the thing, it won't it sync won't. up normally, but I, considering this is at the start of the episode, I will actually make the effort to sync <laughs> you both up so that Jim can be a nice backing nice. singer. Uh, I will then have to re-sync afterwards to get it in line for like standard conversation. You should add in your I'll own make... backing vocals too, Laura. What? I'm gonna have to record backing vocals like in post while we're okay. Fine. I'll record. I'll record some backing vocals while I'm doing the edit. How does that sound, Gas? Sounds good. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I thought like if we all tried to do like singing at once, it would have just been a catastrophe. But I'll happily do them in post. There we go. That that was like a minute and a half of bullshit. Brilliant. Yay. Brilliant. That leaves us back to square one. We got. It really is a good song though. It really is it a. Is. It's a. It's a classic pop tune. Couldn't recommend it enough. I- I just said to Jim and Laura before we started that it's impossible to hear that song and not be in a good mood afterwards. It puts it's you, just so yeah. happy. I'm going to cue it up for when I'm done. I haven't heard yeah. it in so long. Yeah. That's a really good call, actually. I think this is going to be our like, nice, pleasant treat for, oh, we made it through the podcast, we recorded <laughs> the whole thing, we survived an hour of each other's horrific co- uh, company. Yeah. You know, this is what will cheer us Thank up at the fuck. end. Thank fuck. Pod position's done. I Let's th- listen to the Dandy Warhols. Woo! Oh, or, or should I say woohoo-hoo? Nice. I saw them live in, in 2003. Holy shit. Oh, blimey. A long time ago. They, wow. were, they were supporting David Bowie. You see, you know what's fucked up? That's how I feel old now, is that in my mind, 2003 isn't mm. that long ago. But then you think mm. about it, and it actually is, and you've actually been alive yeah. a lot longer than you, A, thought you had, and B, should have done. Yeah. So, yeah, that that fucks me up. In my mind, the 80s were still a decade ago. The 80s were still the sad decade no one talks about because it happened like a couple of years back and we were all a bit embarrassed. Not this long, long time ago. Like, the kids these days view the 80s the way I used to view the 60s, and I don't like that. These are the things I think about at night. Oh, man, it came out 17 years ago, that song. Fuck. So I, to, I just realised 2003, I can say that that was in the first half of my life. Yeah. In that, like, I have lived longer since 2003 yeah. than the time that's I lived up. before 2003. And that's That's weird. messed up. That's messed up. Like, what not, is the current number one there, song yeah. right now? It is Peter Andre's Mysterious Girl. Everyone knows it. Oh, Mysterious, Mysterious Girl, I want to get, get close, close to you. you. You don't have to sync that up, so, Laura. That is too much effort. No. Um, okay. The, well, they they may be they may be synced up because uh, fuck it, I'll leave it synced for music. It's in the music <laughs> sync mode. I'll, I'll, I'll fucking do all of the music syncing, or maybe I won't. It's a lottery. We'll see what I decide to do. Abs, all right. Now, who wants to all video, do though. tricky together? What? So sorry. His abs in that video, though. Uh, they Be- are pretty Peter unreal. Andre. Even even a lot of our UK listeners probably don't know what the fuck we're talking about. They probably, if they have heard of Peter Andre, they probably just know him as Jordan's boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, they don't they don't remember his um, glittering contribution to British popular culture and music. I heard a story about him once. I don't know if it's true, but I like to believe it is that he ate an entire bunch of bananas before going on stage and passed out. <laughs> oh my god. Like, Keenan and Kel get joyriding. Prince and Michael Jackson both get the, the rib removed for the sucking of the knob. Uh, What's-his-face? Mark Ullman gets the, the sailors and the spunk. They all get, like, interesting, weird rumours. Peter Andre gets ate a bunch of bananas and fell asleep. <laughs> so, you, you asked, you, you, you joked about the UK number one, and I had my moment of realising I am so out of touch with popular music, oh, I have yeah. no idea what music is in the charts. This is... 
Oh. The top three songs in the UK right now. Oh my now. god, this is actually um, true. He did. He fucking collapsed after oh, overdosing on potassium. Uh, <laughs> after brilliant. eating too many this, bananas. This makes me very happy. Potassium entree. Yeah. Um, Jim, have you ever been injured by putting too oh, many god. bananas in you at once? No, I'm always careful. And and, and rubber so, up, kids. You don't have to, it's just a banana. I, Sorry, carry on. I feel bad. I feel bad that I made my my anecdote now because it's not interesting in any way. It was just the point of like I've not heard of any of. Well, the songs I might the have. Oh, yeah. two of, Me either, Laura. Two, two of them. Okay, two of them are songs by Ed Sheeran. Mm. Shape of You and Castle That's on the Hill the are two one. Ed Sheeran songs. And and the second one is a uh, Rag and Bone Man Human. That's a that sounds great, great song. Have you have you heard it? I've not heard it, but the title's amazing. Don't put your blame on me. Don't put your blame on me. Should I be looking into the rag and bone man? Yeah, he's he's really he's got a fucking fantastic voice, that dude. Well then, we learn about pop music. Oh, he's called Rag and Bone Man. That's a great thing to call yourself (laughs) as a musician. (laughs) I'm only Doverkeen. Oh man, he's rubbing his hand. Did you just say I'm only Doverkeen? Yeah, he's Dragonborn. Is this a song about him being the Dragonborn? He's Dragonborn, man. Well, oh, yeah, that's an alright song. Uh, if you've just joined us, you're listening to Jim listens to songs on his headphones and you can't hear them. Um, yeah, that's alright. That's alright. That's a, that's a tasty track, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'll what, play it at my club. Video games. Hello. What? What? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Video yeah, games. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so. People are the, the reason why I don't know how to open this one. We've got some. We've got some news. We've got stuff to talk about. Um, I looked through the topic list. There's one I'm seeing that I didn't know about, which is making me laugh a lot. Uh, but we'll get to that one. Um, that's not the lawsuit I was hinting at there. Uh-huh. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the Binding of Isaac one. Yeah, that Binding of Isaac news is going to be interesting to discuss for a second. That's fucking funny. Um, right. Okay, let's get it out of the way, I suppose. Um, I'm going to touch on this briefly because, A, in my world, it's still an ongoing thing. Um, until I get the official um, word from my lawyer that this is proper done, I'm still in a holding pattern. Um, everyone else is being very celebratory. Um, even, even so, even in a holding pattern, even knowing this is sort of done, I'm not in a celebratory mood mm-hmm. right now. I don't... I don't find this funny, uh, which is going to sound like me being a bit of a, a downer because people are like, oh, man, I hope when Jim responds, it will just be like an hour of him laughing. No, no, this isn't funny. This is disgusting. Um, the, the, the existence and the, the perpetual uh, nature of, of the lawsuit um, against me that, that accused me of, of, frankly, ridiculous things was and is disgusting and I don't find much humour in its existence. Mm. Individual things in it are comical in, 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 in just how farcical they are. But the whole thing, I'm not happy to have gotten it finished because I'm not happy it happened, if that makes sense. It's, it, mm. it's, it's not a celebration of going back to the status quo. It's this is how it should have been all along, and yes. it's frustrating that I had to take this big of a detour to get back to square one. Yes, exactly. Like I've I've gained nothing. Um, I would never have gained anything anyway. Um, for those wondering why there's no countersuit or anything like that, like first of all, it'd have to go to court, which would be a lot more time and money that I'm frankly not willing to spend. For what? To what end? They ain't got nothing I want. They got nothing. I, well, they got one thing I want, but they want two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for it, and a company name just is not not worth that much. Not that company name. Um, so, yeah, dismissed with prejudice. That's due to what is being called a settlement. Uh, that's the the only reason it's called a settlement is simply that they and I agreed to a thing. Well, you know, my lawyer and and, and them. And him, James Romain, specifically not his brother, even though his brother's the only one I've ever talked to, um, agreed to drop this with prejudice. That's literally all all it is. Uh, Drop with prejudice, don't file spurious DMCA takedowns on my channel anymore. Um, And and that's it, really. You know, I didn't pay them because I certainly would never. Um, The the official line from me on that was I would would declare bankruptcy before I'd ever pay a, a cent to them. 
So that was never on the table. Um, so that's it. That That's really all there is to it. I realise people may be expecting me to be all, you know, Kalu Kalei, what a wonderful day, and, and doing all that, singing and dancing and having a good laugh. I mean, you already got music out of us. You got the Dandy Warhols, for fuck's sake. Well, you might, and the Rag and Bone Man. You might still end up you like the that when, you know, when you get your tick of, like, it's actually done, don't worry, it's out the way, it's not coming back. Maybe you'll feel that way. I but be, if, yeah, if, I mean, people want a Jimquisition on it, and uh, I feel like that's the only compensation I've ever ever been lined up for so i'm not not gonna do it it's happening and i'm gonna work my ass off to make it one of the most um interesting and entertaining videos i've ever done it won't be morose um but right now i think I, maybe i just need a day or two because i am so tired that's that's the the overall feeling i have right now is exhaustion um you know, this was most of my year last year. Well, this was half of my year. The other half was chronic pain um, from the injury that I won't talk about again because I know the two people who listen to this podcast are upset when they hear me going on about my life. Uh, but um, I was juggling those two things while also maintaining a, a work schedule that had no no dip in it, no no real break in it. Uh, so I'm just really, really tired. That's where I'm at right now. Um, as far as doing a video on this situation, that's such a momentous task. I've got so much to talk about and so much to get through. So don't expect it like today, mm. you know? Having... Um, Having heard you, like, you've spoken to me and Gab little bits here and there throughout the year of how things have been going. I am very interested to see what the wider reception is going to be to all of the things that have gone on quietly over the last year. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, like, like the, 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 the most fucked up shit is in the lawsuits themselves. I say lawsuits mm. because the amount of amendments that have... Like, I've got, sev I've got at least two physical copies of this lawsuit, um, two of which were very different amounts of money. Um, they are different lawsuits, and the amended one uh, that, that happened this month uh, is also very different. Co contains all new charges, um, and that is the most messed up stuff. There's some interesting sort of personal anecdotal stuff as well that, that no no one else will will be able to have talked about yet so that'll be interesting to to look at but yeah yeah um you know it might go up in the normal monday slot it may go up as an extra but i don't know yet and i'm certainly not promising it because as i say right now it's one of those things where it's finally lifted the weight lifted and rather than feeling compelled to suddenly start running i just want to have a sit down because of the baggage that's been carried so let me have a breather i've already got people emailing me and stuff asking about when's the video happening give me a minute please yeah and you're well you're not obliged to make any video on it no, no, I understand that, and I'm, I, I don't think people are demanding it. Like, you know, it's, it's respectful. It's like, oh, please, like, I can't wait. All this kind of excited stuff. Um, I'm just saying, like, like if you just give me a bit, because I don't think it can really be described. The, the just, just what a tiresome thing it is, um, and so much of it is just boring, tiresome. Like, like, God. I can't believe I have to write my own version of these ridiculous events, and they are so dull. Um, and obviously that bit won't be in the video, I won't do dull stuff. But, like I said, just a bit... I'm so sick of hearing about them and it um, that I, I need at least a couple of days. Uh, but I'll have a statement up by the time... Probably by the time this podcast yeah. is up. And, and and I will commence working on how to how to do it, how to do a video on this. It's been many years of you know since the beginning, and the lawsuit itself was a a year more or less. So that's a lot to cover, and I don't know where to start. It's like I'm looking at a big a big cake 
full of dildos and I don't know whether to eat it or fuck it. <laughs> that That is a very, very difficult decision to make. And I think no matter which decision you make, it will ultimately turn out to be a good experience, a very positive experience for you, whether you eat or fuck the cake. So And very, very messy. Yeah, but, you know, it was never not going to be a messy experience. No, no, not at all. Eating the dildo so, cake. So, yeah, that's, that's it. I, I do apologise to those who probably expected some revelry and entertainment to come from that. But right now, this is one of those... It's, it's still a little bit raw. It's good. Yeah. This is... Make no mistake about it. This is a huge bit fucking load off. This is nothing but a positive resolution. Yes. Um, yeah. I I just I am oh, just so tired. I just want yeah. to do a little sleepy. <laughs> That's fine. Do a little sleepy, and then you know maybe a couple of days from now have some booze and just crack out like this missive of an essay where you're just like ah I'm the best, and you know it'll be great. Yeah. yeah well, it'll. <laughs> I I've been planning to talk about this in video form since it began. So there's a lot of pent up stuff there, and, <laughs> and, and and you know it. It's not going to be nice, uh, but it's it, it is going to be a thing. Yeah, okay. and sometimes and sometimes if you want to make a really good thing, you have to take a little bit of extra time to make that thing. Yes, and also make sure you're just in a good place to do it. Like right, yeah. if I tried to do it right now, it would be awful uh, yeah. because it would just my exhaustion and contempt would come through yeah. and not not fun haha i'm angry look at the angry man contempt like actual Bitterness. i am embarrassed and bitter yeah contempt mm. like it's yeah so so yeah something to look forward well, to anyway something to look forward to should we should we put that aside then and be like this was this was this was lawsuit corner now we go on to the other video gamey yeah. things video games so uh yeah we'll put that aside yeah. so we'll we should probably yes. talk about video games at some point yeah just a little bit one, one of my way. favorite songs on her first album um oh, actually uh, was that even her first album but, I yeah. don't know if that uh, was her second episode. album didn't quite hit the same heights for me. Yeah. Anyway, video games that that are video games and not songs called video games. Uh, topic list things. Jim, you were interested in this Binding of Isaac thing on the topic list. <laughs> There's the laughter. There it is. Um. Oh. Oh wow! Yeah. So um, here's the here's the story, and I'm gonna add a little bit of stuff that I know off the record that gives some like some context yeah. to this. So, the Binding of Isaac Afterbirth Plus, the like the big complete version of Binding of Isaac, was meant to be a Switch launch title. The Switch doesn't have that many launch titles. That was one of those ones that a lot of people were looking forward to. It's now. It was. It was the only one people like. At least people in this sort of yeah listening to this this sort of uh, strata, um, it was the only other one outside Breath of the Wild. I think people it, cared enough about own, to talk about more than to the, say like two It's sentences. the only one I was excited about, other than Breath of the Wild, really for for day one, and uh, it's not coming at launch now. <laughs> what what sorry what game is this? Uh, the Binding of Isaac, the uh, Afterbirth Plus version. So that one where oh. you play the child that like cries tears at all the things in basements. I love it. Like there's a monster I that's a piece of it. shit that attacks you. What um That was gonna be a Switch launch title. Yeah, it was gonna be it was oh, gonna yeah, be a yeah. launch title on Switch and, and don't, it's now not. Don't worry, Gav. Yeah. Don't worry, Gav. We we know it's funny that a port of an old game. <laughs> Was a big deal launch title for the Switch. Okay. We know that's funny. You took the, the words out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact it's been postponed so it, is even it, funny. It's been postponed, and the developers have not given a date. But I think it was Best Buy's website seems to have pushed it back by about two weeks, and it's been pushed back due to unspecified issues. So here's here's what I find interesting about this. It's a it's a it's a game that's existed for a while. I yeah, yeah, a little I, bit, a little I, I knew that this game was in development for Switch back in early September of last year. Like this game has been in development for Switch for a while and it's a port of an existing game and it can't hit launch day and that's that's concerning for the Switch. Yeah, having a launch title postponed this close to the thing. Now, the one thing I've got to point out is I'm not 
I'm not explicitly laughing at Nintendo or at the misfortune of people who like maybe pre-ordered a Switch and were excited for Afterbirth. Um, it's not that. It's it's just a funny situation. It, it's a situation that I've would, got to try would, and point. It would out, only happen with Nintendo. Like no other company I mean, would have that this as well, happen yeah. to them. It's like I'm not I'm not just doing it because because people are already convinced I hate Nintendo and the fact that this this week's Dreamquisition <laughs> uh, came out didn't help matters either. Um, by the way, no regrets. I, no, I haven't. Episode. I haven't watched it yet. I I will say it was one of the few episodes I saw the title and raised an eyebrow. <laughs> oh, it's it's a good episode. Jim makes a good case for it. Uh, you can tell half of the comments are from people who did not watch more than the first minute and a half of the video before commenting. But the fucking NeoGaf thread was incredible. Stern, stern lectures about the morality and legality of what I was quote unquote advocating, and clearly from people who had only seen the title. Uh, and yeah, yeah, it was a provocative, clickbaity title. Yeah, um, uh, I've I got no other justification for that. That's literally what it was. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not sorry <laughs> I, about I'm, that. I, I will. Uh, I'll refrain from judgment till I've watched you, it. It's, it's what they think. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you've go on, Jim. As if if. I have if, quite strong feelings about uh, piracy oh, advocation as, as someone who makes a living from music. So. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. I, and if I felt that what I'd said in any way pre- pre- um, presented harm to the industry of my good friend, my good friend Gav, <laughs> I wouldn't have done it. But I, I just say, I'd watch it. You'll see where I'm coming from. Uh, it it was deliberately written that way um, mm. because I thought it was funny, and <laughs> I thought it was funny. And when it comes to grudges against Nintendo, no, I don't have a grudge against Nintendo in that oh, you're biased way that people talk about, uh, you know, companies and the the corporations they've pledged. It's loyalty funny that to. people think that uh, people dislike practices or games because they're biased towards a company and not because yeah, yeah. the stuff they do or put out is shit. That's it. Like I am, I got nothing against Nintendo, the game publisher. You'll look, you know, look back at what I've said about their games. You'll see that there are some games I, are theirs I hate, some games are theirs I love. It's it's Nintendo, Nintendo, the copyright cockhead that I dislike, and also Nintendo that makes bad decisions about things. Um, it's it's the decisions and the the, the things they do that a makes me laugh. And B makes me do titles like the one I did, because I am legitimately um, unhappy with the way Nintendo uh, deals with the subject I talk about in that video. So I wrote that title because I knew it was provocative and insulting to Nintendo, and I intended it to be. So that's that. But I just wanted to, <laughs> after getting through all that, uh, I just want to make a distinction between me laughing at. A situation I find funny because it is just such a classic Nintendo situation. And me thinking that, you know, what is happening with the console, which, as with any console I would like to see do well, is funny. Or what is happening, you know, how fans may feel. How people who are excited for the game, how people who are excited for the Switch, how they might feel. That's not funny to me. What's funny is the fact that a port of a really old game got postponed as a launch title for a system that doesn't have many launch titles a couple weeks before it come out. What are its and, like, apart from Zelda? Does it have any of uh, uh, 1-2 Switch? I Am Setsuna's getting a port. Um, something something Heroes, what was it? Not 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 a Hero or whatever it was called. Some some game about Heroes. No more no, heroes? No, I wish, I no, wish no, it was no, no more heroes. Let, that let me pull good. up the damn list. I was looking at a list the other day. Uh, list so nothing anyone's heard of, basically. Switch. Basically, none of them are very exciting. There's like a fighting game with people with springy arms. Like, it's, like, a lot of it just looks like Nintendo launch lineup shit. Mm. You know? Mm. That kind of thing. Like, I'm as, I'm as excited sub, for this as I was party about... party games. Okay. Yeah, some party games, some ports... So, I mean, I say Nintendo, I mean, a lot of console launch lineups, yeah. but at least a lot of console launch lineups have have some variety and at least uh, 
I, 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 don't, I don't. So, you see, because here's the thing, like, I'm... I'm talking about it like it's not exciting, but at the same time, I've also always been a firm believer in caring more about a, a staggered release schedule than a big launch lineup. So, so actually, the more I think about it, the more I'm in two minds. I've talked myself out of the point I was trying to make halfway well, through it. Uh, I'll pull us back around. Like the list of stuff that's yeah. coming on the Switch on day one apparently is Breath of the Wild. One two one yep. two switch, which is that mini game collection that really should have been bundled in with the system. Uh, yeah, just the yep, demo. Just Dance twenty seventeen. Sk- right, Whatever. yeah, might as well not exist. Skylanders Imaginators might as well not exist. Super Bomberman R, which is a fifty dollar re release of the of of Super Bomberman, but with new graphics. There was Binding mm, of Isaac not, Afterbirth mm. Plus, which is now not coming at launch. A port of I Am Setsuna, which is that Square Enix JRPG thing, and ports of the three Tomorrow Corporation games, so World of Goo, Little Inferno, and Human Resource Machine. And according to... I'm amazed they they, uh, think that they can justify an online subscription fee for... With the oh well, they're, they're not charging. They're not charging that yet. until they're, they're the end of that. And, and somewhere toward the end of this year, they're starting to charge. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, which led that me to believe sense. they. It led me to believe they wanted the money for the surface, but hadn't worked out how to justify it yet. Mm. So they're like, God, if we just give ourselves a year, and then then we'll have we'll have Splatoon, and maybe that will be enough. But will the surface? Um, exist up until that point yes. uh, you just won't yeah, pay yeah. for it it'll or be, is it it'll, just it will exist it, it doesn't currently exist press units do not currently have access to the online for the switch but apparently by day one there will be an online service that will exist and then you'll have it for free and then somewhere the end of this year they'll start charging for it cool. and by that time you know hopefully it'll be worth it um but yeah it's not an exciting launch lineup uh, the launch lineup isn't the thing I'm most really concerned about. It looks a bit meh, um, but I mean, it's it's my concern is what's its lineup going to be a year or two from yeah. now, not what's its launch lineup. You know, that it, I, I I always when I when I think about game consoles and their libraries, I, I prefer to think of the long game there than the yeah. short one. Um, just having Breath of the Wild isn't that bad. Um, it, it's the, it's how the fact much, that how much better does it look on the Switch than um, on the Wii? Having played it on both, um, it it doesn't look a huge amount better on the the Switch than it does on the Wii U. If you're playing on a TV screen, they perform about the same. Playing on a handheld, playing it like as a handheld Switch, it somehow runs better than both the Wii U and better than the docked Switch version. Whatever. Oh yeah, yeah we talked about that before. Uh, it's it? presumably the drop to 720p, which still looks stunning on a screen that's about 6.2 inches. I think it is. It looks really good, but they've also toned down some of the visual effects. I think in ways that cause it to have a more stable frame rate. It looks yeah. really stunning on the handheld. It probably looks better on the handheld than either the TV Switch or the Wii U. But like, yeah, a little bit concerning that it needs to drop to seven twenty to run. You know, yeah, effectively. Well, um, obviously, I haven't played a retail Switch, of course. But I, I would say that it doesn't look, from what I've seen, much better than the uh, the the Wii U version. Because I'm 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 trying to decide whether or not I need to buy a Switch. Well, do you know yeah. what? At the moment, I'm not seeing a huge. Well, I'm. If the one game I want to play on it, I can play on the Wii. Yeah, I'm. I'm picking. I'll say this much: I, if if I wasn't getting it for work, I'd have held. I'm. Off. I'd have. I'd have held. Way I'm in off. the same situation as Jim. I'm picking it up for work reasons, and I will be very excited. To, like having it for work, I will be very excited to play Breath of the Wild, like on coach journeys or train travel or whatever over the next yeah, couple of weeks. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I just one thing that I think is really interesting about that Binding of Isaac being pushed back from launch. Uh, according to this Eurogamer list that I was reading from. That is 10% of the Switch's launch lineup has been pushed back from launch. There were 10 games on that launch list. (gasps) So if that list is accurate... Am I going to get the... (laughs) Because Nintendo's so fucking stupid, 
right? Um, when pre-orders went up, and I, I did pre-order this one, and I, some people seem to think that I never pre-order anything. I'm not Total Biscuit. Uh, I, I've always said there are cases where I feel like it's, it's, it's you know, I mean, it, any case is back. fine if you want to do it. If you want to do it, do it. I don't give a shit. Um, but there are some cases where I will do it and think that, you know, I'll, I'll do it because there's a good reason for it. And this one was, um, well, the fact that it's a Switch, I, I need it for work, and Nintendo's terrible, so I wouldn't, probably wouldn't get it in a store. Yeah. So I did pre-order that. Thing is, because Nintendo's stupid, when I was pre-ordering, um, the only store that was that had any for pre-order were GameStop. Mm. Uh, my, my order hasn't been cancelled yet, fingers crossed. Um, but the only one they had available was the big bundle with all the launch titles. So am I going to get 10% off or what? I highly doubt it. Or are they just going to hold the game and give it to highly, me later? I guess that would be the option. Highly doubt it, but well, I doubt they'll give you any money, money off. That'd be far too nice of them. I just like, like, so long as they don't charge me for something, I ain't gonna get. Yeah. So we did. Like, give give we, me that. We did... I think it's it's funny if they turn around and give the excuse they gave for uh, all the other systems, like the 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 PS Vita and the the 3DS systems that they can't do Afterbirth because the Wii U's not uh, that the Switch isn't powerful. I I I don't think that we're gonna get that. Like that we've seen they're they're ma- they're preparing will, physical boxes for it. Like it's gonna happen. It's obviously been something minor. It's just. It's one of those things that no company but Nintendo would have this problem getting a port of a 2D game well, for I'll, launch. I'll say this much. I will say this much in favour of Nintendo. If I were to put the blame... I say blame, but if I were to uh, put the cause for this in any one corner, it would be um, the actual developers' corner. Yeah. Like, for as long as it took them to get Afterbirth onto the PS4 for as long as it's taken them to do ports of things. Um, and, and that's not a knock. I just, I, I don't know what they do that, that they struggle so hard with. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I, that's me literally saying I don't know. That's not me being snippy or anything. I literally don't know what the problems they, they seem to have are. But, yeah, it takes them a long-ass time to port things just to the PS4. So if, if, if Nintendo were to be blamed for anything, it would just be putting that in as one of... 10% of their launch yeah. titles. Uh, so we <laughs> knowing the problems they have getting ports so done. We we did have a little bit of other switch news that happened which was just that um basically some videos were going up of the of retail switch units in the wild because some people stole some and then sold them on and then someone on NeoGaf who bought one made videos of it then gave it back to Nintendo. Long story short, we found out that keeps happening to Nintendo yeah, as well, doesn't it? Does, it does, yeah. <laughs> so the long and short of it is we did get like a bit of good news that we really should have known before now. Um, Switch purchases are finally locked to your account, not to your system. So if you get a new Switch and log into it using your login, all of your games will be there and you don't have to call Nintendo and ask them to move them to a new system. You can just log into a a Switch with your account and download your games. And that shouldn't be news, but it's news. Well done, Nintendo, for doing something that it should have done. And yeah. that's it. That's the end of uh, my sentence. Also, there. your your like username <laughs> on the Switch, like you can change it at any time, which is still a thing that PSN can't do. So there's that. Oh. Um, and God, that one angry guy on NeoGaf who was furious that I bag on Nintendo a lot. He's, I hope I hope they're not listening because they are going to do such a cry. I hope he is listening. <laughs> you hope that someone cries. What a meanie you are. Um, so yeah, uh, I think like that's there's there's really not much news this week. Um, Gavin, you played some more for honor this week, didn't you? How, how yep. are you getting on with that? Um, same as last week. I like it, but I, it's very difficult for me. <laughs> I'm not. I I don't have the dexterity to do well at it. That's fair. Um, are you? Have you finished the single player yet, or have you played any of the multiplayer? Almost finished the single player. Uh, because I've been doing a song, and the song is just finished today, so it should be out 
hopefully tomorrow. Nice. So just been capping footage. And yeah, this, I like the single player. Yeah, it has, It's not like the greatest campaign I've ever played, but it was surprisingly fun for something that I believe was added in as an afterthought. It, it's kind of a fun excuse to mindlessly bash stuff. Like, I have some problems yeah. with some of the bosses feeling like they're a bit cheap, like they're reading inputs and things, but... I felt that way as yeah, well. Yeah, it's... I, I, or combos that you just... How was how were yeah. you meant to block so, that? <laughs> I, I think, like, I had a lot more fun once I got into 1v1 online matches so long as I wasn't yeah. having issues with the other with the host's uh, internet but mm. like it was a fun mindless excuse to just be like mm. ah, there's cool people and, they're fighting ah. and a very a very cool villain I must say the the villain in the For Honor campaign is interesting and cool and has has an interesting motivation I their motivation's alright I wasn't particularly in, particularly impressed with it but yeah oh. it was all right it it was a high point in a so at times kind of meandering story so yeah it did, it, yeah I, I liked it it did it did what it needed to do which was to give you a chance to play as all the different classes yeah, it, and Take in the pretty graphics and because you know you know me, I look for different things in games than most people. No, you know it's fair. Like it, just going into it, just looking for like here is an excuse to try out all the classes and to have an excuse to see cool things fight each other. Yeah, it yeah. it did that. It, it did that all right. So yeah, uh, cool. you've not played anything else this week, but me and Jim have no, both. I'm so. Oh fucking jealous of uh, you guys right now <laughs> so jim you've finished horizon and you've done your review now haven't you uh i've still got some bits to do on horizon this is one of those games where i have deliberately held off on doing some of the final bits just because i didn't want it to end <laughs> that's okay uh but but i mean like straight playing it for oh i think over a week every day day in day out constantly I mean, we're talking hours upon hours upon hours upon hours upon hours upon hours upon hours, and I'm as confident as I'm ever going to be. I fucking love I, that thing, I, right? <laughs> and this isn't part of some conspiracy. People are bringing that back again. That's that's retro. Uh, but no, no, I, the reason it's getting so many high scores from a lot of different reviewers is it's just that it's fucking a good. fucking good game. Like, I'm, I'm, I feel like I've barely scratched the surface. I'm, I think about nine hours in so far because I got it, uh, I got it much closer to embargo and I'm trying to crack through it now. But that's a really fucking good video game. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, Someone it doesn't get me a fucking up. copy of this I, game, please. I've, I've, I'll make you the offer I've made before. I will give you my PSN info so you can log in as me and play it. Uh, it like that's how does how does that work though? Would I have to like download it and then? You can download it and then basically just play it logged in as 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 me. Like we'll we'll talk discuss this off air. There's a way to make it work so you can play it using my version. I don't I, I don't know how much of this bit's staying in, but I don't condone any of that and would never do it. The only thing I advocate for is piracy against Nintendo. <laughs> no, I don't do that. Don't do that. Don't 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 go to the Nintendo store and shoplift. I was making a facetious point. Don't do it. Uh, don't do it. Yeah, it's uh Don't do it. Horizon is an incredibly polished game. Um it's all of its mechanical systems and things are very polished, everything looks and plays really nicely. I'm really enjoying the story stuff so far. I found it much more interesting than I had feared. I feared something in the the realm of like a Far Cry where it's like, okay, there is a story, but like, yeah, here's all your side quest excuses well, to go do stuff. The interesting, the interesting thing about Horizon is that it is like Far Cry and it's like The Witcher and it's like... Monster Hunter, and it's like Bioware games, and it's like all of the games that have ever had an open world ever. And I should hate mm. that. Uh, as It's even got fucking Radio Tower stand-ins. I should hate all of this. Um, I, I am so tired of open world games and the same open world trappings. But this game did with open world games what Singularity did with first-person shooter games. It took the very best ideas, and even some ideas that weren't the best, but then they just did enough with them to artistically tie everything together um, from, from from not just artistically but directorially as well and and produce this sort of this is the 
best stuff the genre can do all in one game. And and the result was, as far as I'm concerned, fairly phenomenal. I, I think the game's incredible. Yeah, I I was very impressed with how how nice that open world felt. I like the the way that it adapted the sort of monster huntery feel of here is a big thing, learn its patterns, attack it with, you know, your your weaponry and it just felt like it felt like what I uh, many times have hoped that Monster Hunter would feel more like where it's less here is your one thing go between segmented bits of map and it's just like no go out into big open world and go fight some crazy robot dinosaurs and I had a lot of I'm having a lot of fucking fun with it <laughs> yeah yeah it it it, it I, I, it's been a long time since I played a game and this might just be something about Guerrilla Games because I know I know the, the the press has never been a huge, like, really big on Killzone. It never really got up there as a big name. Uh, but I personally had always been fond of the series. I loved Killzone 2. I adored Killzone 3. Shadowfall was a bit not great. Um, but I've always been a big fan of, of Guerrilla's world building, and their games are the ones that I've always been able to play a lot of. Killzone 2's multiplayer, like, forget about it. I was on that constantly back in the day. Uh, and the same was true here. It was just a, it was a different genre. It was, they made an open world game that for the first time in years, I was happy to wander around picking up fucking collectibles in. I was happy to do that. Like I, I've, I've already picked up all the ancient <laughs> vessels and I've almost done the flowers. I, so I, I came into it from the opposite perspective of you. I played the Killzone games and could object like look at them from an objective standpoint and be like that is a well-made video game i'm not gonna deny that they just weren't for me i'm not a big first person shooter person as you know and the the narrative just never hit me for any of those like it was uh this is a this is a good game that's just not for me and this is the first guerrilla games game that i've looked at and gone this is a game that i am enjoying both the mechanics and the setting and the world building and the story and I get all of those things alongside the polish of Guerrilla Games' past stuff. This is what, for me, this is what I want to see them doing more of. This is them making a game that I love, so yay. Yeah. It's like if, if you took like Ubisoft open world content and then jammed it into the structure and the world building of something like The Witcher, that's kind of what you get. Um... And it's really fucking good. Uh, and I deliberately mentioning the, you know, I keep name dropping all these games for a reason um, because they do. I don't think I'd be hard pressed to, in terms of mechanical gameplay, not in terms of of story and lore and everything, but in terms of work, like, like actual mechanical gameplay. I don't think there's an original idea in there. I don't think it has any like truly original, unique to the game ideas. It's just it does them all so fucking good. Like, so fucking well. And that's that's its big success. It's not that it's innovative, quote-unquote. It's just that what it does do, it does impeccably. Yep, completely agreed there. So, uh, yeah, we got anything else we want to say on Horizon? Or just... that? That's, I don't think that's so. I video think, game. Um, you're Sony ponies. Ga- ga- yeah, I don't want to keep talking about it with... with, with you know, Gav not having played. Yeah, I would. Um, we we will revisit. Oh, I, w- uh, I went once. out there while you were talking about it and came back. Oh, I heard the door I actually go. don't want to hear anyone's opinions. <laughs> no, on no, I think like that's fair. Um, so I know you don't read reviews or anything until you've played a game, which yeah. I fully yeah. respect. So we will Hurrah. move on. Um, just suffice to say, we both really like it. And is there anything Sweet. else game-wise? Uh, well, I played Berserk. Oh, I've played some Berserk. I've not got my review up yet. I figured you uh, did. Yeah, that is. Mechanically a Warriors game, and if you really like yeah. Berserk, then uh, then maybe it's it's for you. Maybe it's like if you really really want, if you're starved for a Berserk game, you also really really like Dynasty Warriors stuff. It's all right. Who the fuck is is that? Oh, it's some big truck. Okay, sorry about background noise, folks. Um, Anyway, where, where the fuck was I? Oh yes, Berserk. Berserk and the Band of the Hawk. Yeah, it's alright. It's alright. You know, I, I started reading the Berserk manga last year. Uh, end of last year. I'm not. I'm still in the golden age of it. Uh, sort of the golden age story arc. Um, 
I, I can certainly say that a lot of the side stuff is faithful to it, but it's like once the game gets out of the Golden Ark story, they run out of anime to yeah. just repost. They run out of, of anime clips from, I think it's the the, the Golden Ark trilogy that you can get yeah. on Amazon. Um, one, once they're out of the Golden Age, they start doing their own cutscenes, um, which is just, you know, in-game cutscenes. And you can tell they really lost interest once they couldn't just rely on the anime. So it's like you get whole scads of, of content devoted to every little tiny interaction that was had between Griffith and Guts in the Band of the Hawk. Uh, but the moment the Black Swordsman arc starts up, they're skimming through. Like the, the battle against the Count, which, you know, I, I recall as... as a, a re- rather lengthy little saga in its own right. It's a level. They, they get it done in a level in this one. Uh, uh, meanwhile, there is like you sit and watch twenty minutes of of Griffith having sex, you know, because they've got anime footage of that. So it's it it, it really loses yeah, steam, it, which is a shame. Is, is it, just for reference for people who might not know it, because I'm not hundred percent sure. Is Berserk? the thing that is reputed to have inspired a lot of the Dark Souls Souls imagery. Yes. Yes. And you're going to ask that, yes. Uh, That's why I started reading it, actually. I started reading it um, because its name had come up so many times. Um, There's a really early, really tiny bit character. Um, He's actually in the game as a boss, not playable. That's another issue I have with the game, is they've got characters that clearly could be playable but aren't. It's the same trick they played with... um, Fist of the North Star mm. in its sequel. So you hold them off till the next one. Um, but yeah, Bazuzo or Bazuso, I, I, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce it, but big, heavily armoured guy. is It's basically Sigmir of Katarina. Uh, there's a lot of visual stuff that was taken from Berserk and used for Dark Souls. Um, quite clearly, they don't hide it. You know, They're not trying to steal it. It's very clearly this is uh, what we're referencing. Um, so yeah, that's why I got into it, and it's why I've I've been more and more interested in Berserk as a thing. Uh, and this game is, mm, you know, I think a lot of people would have just preferred From Software do it. Uh, but as far as Maso games go, it's it's an it's an all right one. Or, you know? or Team Ninja sounds like a game. If it's an anime style thing, then Team Ninja sounds like a great uh, match for something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and you know, Omega Force and. Team Ninja, they got the same publisher. They're basically in the same house. Um, but I see why they've done it, because I said in my review that Omega Force is to hack-and-slash action games what Telltale is to adventure yeah. games. Uh, if you want an adventure game on your property, you'll probably hit up Telltale and get them to sort of plug it into that blueprint they now have. And the same's true with the Warriors games. It's like, I've got this IP. I want an action game. Let's just pour it into this mould yeah. that Omega Force has already made. Right. Um, which is why we have, you know, Gundam Warriors and, and Fist of the North Star and Berserk and everything as Warriors games. You know, Zelda as well. What, what yeah. I would say about this is, this is not something to go into if you like the Warriors f- series already and you're like, oh, I like Warriors and I want to get a, a feel for what Berserk is like. It is not good for that. I think you need to go in already no. being heavily invested in both before you even think about this being a good purchase, which is well, a shame. Because yeah, honestly, the the stuff that really shows off Berserk's story and, and why it's interesting is all the anime cutscenes they use. So you might as well just watch the movies. You might as well just watch the films. They're on Amazon. I think they're even on Prime. I don't even think you've got to buy them if you've got Prime. Um, I could be wrong on that. Don't quote me on that. Um, but, yeah, you you get just as much out of that if unless you really like Warriors. But in that case, you'd get just as much out of replaying Dynasty Warriors 8. Like, the PS4 version of Dynasty Warriors 8 XL is... Uh, it makes other Warriors games hard to play. Because that one was just so full of stuff just, and just so I well just can't done. I believe there's eight of them. <laughs> well, there's eight main ones. Every single one has about three to five fucking spin-offs using the same character models. Yeah. Wow. They basically asset flip themselves. If you like that set of mechanics, there's an awful lot of games you can play from that developer with those I mechanics. Love them. Yeah. 
And I love them, but, you know, Berserk just, especially going off the back of, you know, 8XL again, which yeah. I've been replaying recently, it's just, it's it's a Warriors game, but smaller. It, and the Berserk influences just aren't enough to help it. Feels it feels like it, it, it's feels all right, like it didn't make the same kind of effort as, as some of their more recent tie-ins to go above and beyond for fan service, because you've got, like, Hyrule Warriors that was like, we are going to throw a lot of fan service stuff in here to... Yeah. And, and also give you original stories. So there's like, hey, you know, the story's nothing great, but it's something new and original you get to experience in that universe. Uh, the Attack on Titan one, they went to the effort of making a new set of mechanics and control systems within that engine. This just feels a bit lazy. Yeah, it's a... Uh, and that's a problem with Tecmo Kami. They cut a lot of corners, and the corners were cut here yeah. as well. I mean... Like a lot of their recent games, it's not been localized, uh, which you can have your own opinions on that. But if you aren't going to localize, at least get the text right. And there are so many typos in that text, in the localized text. It's kind of, there's no really, you weren't recording voiceover. You had the money for a better translator in terms of text. You could have put more here. Uh, and to get basic spelling errors in there, it's like, come on, guys, come on. This is some basic grammar you're fucking up. Um, so, yeah, it is it is an all right game. It's just you really got to have those investments to get a great deal out of it. Like yeah. Uh, so I think that's it on stuff we've got on the list. Do we want to do a couple of questions for a bit? Why not? Why not? <laughs> Why the heck not? Why the heck not? So, questions. We have a question from... Nakilik on Twitter You have a free day No work, no commitments Nothing needing doing Now, just we'll put aside the fact that that's never going to happen But for the purposes of this question I was going to say, what is is this free day? Exactly, for the purposes of this hypothetical We have a day where it's like I have nothing that needs doing What video game, alcoholic drink and food item Are you going to enjoy during that day? So what's your what's your pairing of video game, alcoholic drink, and food item that you're like? I have nothing to do today. Let's let's enjoy these. Probably mm. some sort of Dynasty Warriors game or Silent Hill Two. Go back to the classics. Some sort of baguette. I love my French bread. It'll be some sort of baguette with something in it. Maybe shrimp. Who knows? Some sort of shrimp salady type deal. And drink. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll take a nice Merlot. If if I were going to do this today, I would probably go with To the Moon, a big old pizza from some, like, you know, the kind of, like, Domino's level takeaway pizza. And uh, for alcohol, I'm going to have a big, big container of Purple Rain, which is cherry sours, mm-hmm. blue Sirocco, and lemonade, and it basically tastes like Palma Violets, and it is my favourite like terrible alcoholic cocktails so just a big old picture of that a big pizza i'll play through to the moon and basically just hopefully be drunk enough by the time that i get to the the narrative uh high point in that game that i'll just like i'll just cry fall asleep in my pizza and you know it'll be a day i'll make a day of it (laughs) what about you gav uh, well, I suppose I'd have to pick Fallout, which is probably the series I play the most when I just want to chill and relax. And then maybe if I'm being really treating myself uh, an Irish breakfast, because that's like my favourite thing, even though I rarely eat them. So, and then I have a quick, I have a quick uh, question for you. Um, as someone yeah. that is aware of the full English breakfast, how does an Irish breakfast? It's the same okay, thing. it's the same thing. I didn't know if there was any. Yeah. Oh no! Am I right that an I no? It's a well no. It's a Welsh breakfast. I think. Well, I knew one of the regional variants of breakfast around here involves like a like seaweed toast thing, but I think that's Welsh breakfast, no. not Irish breakfast. I'm I'm almost positive the Irish and British breakfast are like exactly the same. That, that's. <laughs> Do you guys have the baked beans and tomato that no one eats on uh, yours? Yeah. Well, no. Everyone eats the beans. No one eats the tomato. Yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. know. It basically yeah, for yeah. the for the Americans and and maybe pe- other people listening, it's like so- sausages and like rashers, which are bacon basically and fried eggs. It's it's a heart attack on a yeah. plate. But the sausages in uh, 
in England and Ireland aren't quite like the ones that you find in Germany and other places. They're much nicer. <laughs> They're like Basically, a for special American, kind of junky sausage that are just gorgeous. For American listeners, when you look at a menu at some sort of breakfast place and it says your choice of um, bacon or sausage and it gives you cho- things to choose. Oh, well, do I want bacon or sausage? Do I want hash browns or grits? Do I want this or th- the full English breakfast is basically all of those little uh, dashes that mm. separate your choices replaced with commas and the word choice taken yeah. off. Yeah, exactly. Because you <laughs> just get fucking you, you everything. Get everything and then a couple of things that no one eats, but it's still customary to give you. Like there's mm. the uh, the blood. The you tomato. Get the, the tomato, the blood pudding that like a lot of people don't touch. It's just like. Oh, with, yeah, the honestly, the blood, the blood pudding thing, a lot of people don't actually put that on their English breakfast. See, we, we call it black pudding yeah. in Ireland, so maybe that's uh, maybe that helps. <laughs> yeah. People don't know what it is. <laughs> See, I've always called it black pudding as well, but then my, my horrible, horrific um, stepfather was from Yorkshire, so it might have been a regional. I know. It, it's uh, usually black pudding, but sometimes blood pudding, and I never know which one I'm supposed to call it. But If, if the tomato were raw... I would always have the tomato. I just don't like the I, fried tomato. I don't like the tomato either way. But uh, so, what what dr- alcoholic beverage are you pairing this this day with? Um, probably a nice Sauvignon Blanc. Oh, a lovely Sauvignon Blanc. Mm. Or That's just fun, yeah. some nice craft beer or some Azahi, which is a nice Japanese. Oh, that's beer. a really nice one. It's very dry, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's easy going on your taste buds and your tummy. Yeah, Asahi's a very very nice beer. They always have it in Wagamamas. That's where I yeah. I found it. Yeah, so that's that sounds like we're gonna have a nice trio of days. So hooray! Yeah, oh, fuck! I I really want a full English breakfast now. I'd never yeah. be able to recreate well, it here. I'm. Not with the sausages, the, the joke of a sausage that America calls it sausages. Well, I, I know I'm going to be in an... Ar- I thought you were going to say something else there. <laughs> I'm going to be in an Irish hotel in a day or two, and I'm like, come on, full English breakfast, or full Irish breakfast, I suppose. Come on. Mm. You, you'll have to tell me which hotel so I can tell you if it's a good I'll, one that will do I'll, a good I'll let breakfast. you know after the show. I won't mention it here. <laughs> um... But yeah, we've got another question from, let's go for this one, from Cameron Cameron <coughs> Gates. Uh, I think Gates is how you pronounce that surname. What do you do to keep yourself motivated on days when you just don't want to work? How, how do you get through those just, days where you just don't have the motivation? Just knuckle down, be disciplined and do it. Yeah, it's... That's what I do. It, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when something's got to be done, it's got to be done. Um, Although these days I am trying to, and this is something I think is going to mean more for the self-employed people and people with more unorthodox jobs where they dictate their own hours. Some of those days now where I'm not motivated, I'm trying to teach myself to just roll with that. Mm. If If I'm not working today, like, just make myself be happy in that and say, look, you don't have to work every day. If you're burnt out, don't fucking do it. So that's basically where I'm at right now. Um, Before, I I would just force myself. There is a difference between not feeling motivated and genuinely being burnt out. And Mm -hmm. I would say to you, if you're genuinely burnt out, then just take time away because you're not going to, you're not, at least for me, I don't do good work when I'm yeah. burnt out. I think for me, what I've been trying to do recently when I don't feel motivated for what I've decided I'm going to do in a day is to try and keep working, but to work on something different. To have, I try to have like a few different types of project I'd like to be working on. So it's like, oh, I really just don't feel passionate about writing about games today. Well, I've got this audio like this short story i'd like to write or i've got this um article about like lgbt stuff that i want to write and i'll be like okay let's put that thing aside for the second is there something that i feel more passionate about working on i'll work on that so that i feel like i'm being productive and that i can say oh i completed something and hopefully completing something and being able to put something aside will help me to get that motivation back to jump back to that original project I was meant to be working on. Like that's, that's yeah. making, yeah. making work habitual as well is a big mm. thing for that. So that, so 
if you plan your day in whatever way that you have your hour of checking emails and internet and whatever and that's it then you're gonna start work and once you get used to that after how many days and it becomes your natural thing you don't for me it it feels less about being motivated and it just feels like this is what's next now if you get me yeah yeah i try i try to be like even even though i'm self-employed and i don't have to be up at any specific time i try and be like okay awaken out of bed by eight uh in the office by nine and working i try and get like uh, a little personal project i've been doing for a while is i'm trying to write some some jokes for a potential stand-up set so i'm like right let's try and get two two jokes written by this point in the day um they might not be good but they'll be done and that like it's that's progress mm. try and get this thing done Ooh. by this time i just try and here yeah here here here's a good one look at one of your peers or friends who's doing better than you in the same industry <laughs> that'll really light a fire under your ass <laughs> it depends on the day because yeah. <laughs> they if if you're moody if you if you if you suffer from being moody, then you might look at your better friends and then think, "Well, fuck it. What's the point?" Yeah. Uh, no, I was I was joking there, no. by the way, because that happens to <laughs> me as well. Sometimes. There was a sitcom I saw, and I can't remember which one it was that had this brilliant idea for motivation when you're not feeling motivated, which is write down a bunch of stuff that you would never want anyone to know put it in a letter, address it to, like, you know, your grandma or someone, and go give it to a notary and say, if I don't finish, like, I'll, I'll come back to you tomorrow with this article and you can look at it and see that it's done. If I don't do the thing by tomorrow, then you send that to my grandma and you only give it back to me if, uh, you know, I do the work that wow. I'm supposed to. And now, that's not a practical thing, but I do like the sentiment behind it of that- just... Ha- the sentiment just, is, that sounds like again, a Barney Stinson I, I like the sentiment of have someone hold you accountable and create consequences for failing to do things you've set out to do. I like that as an idea. Just be careful. No, I you don't like that. Be careful, though, because that's how people know I kiss that sea anemone. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm just saying. It's up. So I'm just saying. For me, not work. having money. For me, if not having money. If the sea anemone is into it, it's fine. Not having money is enough of a motivation for me to keep working. Yeah, that's that's fair. It's it's an awkward. The yeah. the idea of not being able to keep doing this as a job is what uh, yeah. motivates me to keep doing it every fucking well, day. It's the awkward, weird thing when doing Patreon as a as an employment model in that you have that like, oh, I could not work today. And, you know, get the work done tomorrow and that's fine because it's a monthly cycle. As long as I'm doing enough in the month, then that's fine. And it it can be a fight initially to be like, nope, that's not a good routine to get into. Don't get into that line of thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, well, let's see. Do we have any other good questions? We got a really nice question here from Dale Savage. What's made you happy this week? Just Just what's the thing that's made you happy? The Dandy Warhols. The Dandy Warhols. Yeah. There you go. The Dandy Warhols made everybody happy. Mm. There we go. Um, yeah. I got a, a a Boglin sent to me from Tim Clark, the inventor of Boglins, to look out on my show. That was good. So that made me happy. That's awesome. Uh, what it, what's, what's made me happy this week? Uh, I went up to Colchester for a work thing and I got to see someone up there that I like a lot and haven't been able to see in a little while. So that was really nice. Just got to go see someone up in Colchester. Uh, okay. I just got an email that made me very happy Ooh. right this second. I bet you can both guess what it is. Are you getting code for Horizon? Yeah. Hooray! <laughs> nice. <laughs> Well, there well, we go. Awesome. I think that's fine because had had we done the podcast on the day we were meant to do it, then you might have had things you could have said about it. <laughs> but haha, yeah. I made you record that's early. Uh, everything is awesome. yeah. Time to time to open up that PS4 Pro I bought. Oh, it looks so nice on the Pro. <laughs> it does look very good on the Pro. Very very good. Damn, that's Pro. made my fucking day. <laughs> What? <laughs> I was so I jealous of that now, both of you that, this whole last is hour. Is that now what makes you happy this week is that you've got Horizon at the end of the podcast? <laughs> yeah, and Andy Warhol. I feel bad for the question asker, though, who probably expected us to talk about the lawsuit. 
they're probably expecting you to talk about the lawsuit. I'm I'm free yeah, to talk and about I already whatever said. I fucking well like. That's true. We'll all give Jim a little bit of time to get his head together. But they heard to me at the beginning. And then talk um, about it. Yeah, but it's uh, I'm just making noises to make yeah, noises. Yeah, because that's, that's how podcasts work. <laughs> if you just confidently make noises, it sounds like you're going somewhere and eventually you have a show that you can put out on the internet for tens of thousands of people. That's basically been my yeah. career. So yeah. should we should we wrap up there? Maybe. We, we, should Let's we, we get up. the wrapping yeah. up done? I, w- I want to go download yeah. <laughs> a certain yes, yes. game. <laughs> we'll do this quick then. Laura, stuff on the internet. People want to see it. How do they see it? Uh, me and my stuff. You can see my stuff at Laura K. Buzz pretty much everywhere. That's Laura K. Buzz on Twitter. Laura K. Buzz on Patreon. That's what pays the bills. Laura K. Buzz on YouTube. Laura K. Buzz. Laura K. Buzz. Uh, other than that, letsplayvideogames.com is where I write a bunch of stuff. You can see my review on the gymquisition.com uh, for... Uh, I forgot the name of that game now. For Honor. Uh, I reviewed For Honor for Jim. You can go see that on thegymquisition.com. And For Honor! And you can... What's the other thing? Oh, you can listen to the first episode of the Steven Universe podcast that I launched this week, uh, the Crystal Clodcast. Uh, you can find that on Twitter at Crystal Clodcast or on SoundCloud at uh, slash Crystal Clodcast. So that's a bunch of Steven Universe chat. Well, enjoy that. Uh, I've been playing with a knife again this whole episode. My my fidget cube <laughs> fell on the floor, and I forgot it. I forgot its existence for the hour. I just went down and get it. Now now I've got it. It's that it's was Jim. Clicky. Jim Jim told himself as punishment for not working today. He had to admit that he was playing with a knife for the entire episode. Yeah. Actually, I have I have fucking worked today and all. I I first thing in the morning I wrote that berserk review. Then I did a berserk video. Um, nice. I actually have done work today, even though I, I should have a day off. Deserve a day off. Maybe I'll take... <laughs> no, I might take tomorrow off. I've got to do fish shot. I never, I never get a day off. <laughs> Gavin, music! Oh, sorry, Rachel. It's just... I, I have to <laughs> record, sweetie. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I literally have to do the bit where I tell everyone where to find my stuff, right? <laughs> oh, okay. <fine>. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Bye, Rachel! I miss Rachel. It's been Jim says too hi. Long. I say hi too. And Laura. All right. Uh, Miracle of Sound on uh, Twitter, on YouTube, and by the time this comes out, my For Honor Metal Ramstein esque song should be out. So listen to that. Yes. And, and it sadly it doesn't have Jim screaming For Honor in it. Yeah, it's called We Are War. We Are War. We yeah. Are War. So be on the lookout for that. Um, thank you, thank you, Gav. Thank you, Laura. Who I just realised I did not introduce at the beginning of the ah, show. That's so fine. It's whatever. If, well, welcome to the podquisition. You just listened to Laura and Gavin and myself, Jim Sterling, uh, who also thanks you very kindly for your continued support. Um, more so than ever, really, at this current moment, where I'm now looking back on that lawsuit and thinking, boy, if 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 I hadn't have moved to Patreon beforehand. I'd have really, really struggled. I'd have probably still managed, but I'd have really, really struggled. And it is a, a continued bit of good fortune and privilege that you like my work enough to support it, um, not just spiritually, but, but materially as well, those who do. And those who just support it spiritually, you're also very welcome and, and I'm more than, more than grateful for you being around. And that'll do. We'll see you next time. I'm going to like having it on and play Horizon now, which I keep wanting to call Beyond, but I, I don't know why. Anyway, I'm going to go play my fidget cube. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.